this podcast is going to be a great thing for everybody too. At that, you know, everybody that jumps in and starts listening, learning how to build a podcast, they should definitely listen into your show. Welcome back to the Creative Studio Academy. My name is Joshua Rivers, and this is the podcast to help you with your online content creation journey. This is the beginning of semester three, and we are going to be looking at podcasting during this semester. And so I do apologize for the, the delay in starting this. As I mentioned in the brief um, episode uh, last time, I had experienced a crash in my computer, and so it put me behind. And so, but looks like we are back on track, and I am definitely excited to be able to get into this over the last week or so i have done a bunch of interviews and i have a lot more interviews that are in store and so i'll be sharing a little bit more about what's coming up in future episodes at the end of this episode but for now what's coming in this episode is that we're going to talk to zach bob from crowdfund genius um, podcast and also the crowdfunding comebacks podcast and so he's also one of the co-founders of ok pod 15 uh, which is Oklahoma Business Podcaster Summit. And so it's a one-day podcasting event for small businesses in Oklahoma City. And that'll be coming April 25th. So if you happen to be uh, somewhere in the near vicinity that you can be able to uh, join us, we would love to be able to have you. And uh, we'll have more information on that as we get closer. And so it's just a little over a month away. Uh, we are working on a website, so that'll be available soon as well. And um, also in this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of knowing your audience and knowing why you want the podcast, because both of these are key ingredients to make it past the podcasting honeymoon, uh, honeymoon phase. And so during this series, we're going to be looking at um, almost everything that you're going to need to know regarding podcasting, at least from a basic perspective. And uh, my target is for someone that is just getting started with podcasting, but I am also going to be having some things that are a little bit more advanced as well for those that uh, may be uh, more familiar and more, uh, they're just trying to look to improve in their podcasting and looking for some tips on that. And so just to kind of give you an idea of what that is. And so we're going to start today with uh, what is probably the most important thing that um, you need to be able to get down. And the first thing is knowing your audience. Uh, I do ask Zach Bob about this in the interview, which will be coming here shortly. Um, and so he gives a little bit of perspective on his insight on that as well. But if you're getting ready to start a podcast, I know you're excited about starting it, but, and you probably want to jump to the equipment and some different things like that. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the tech and the equipment next episode, next uh, session. Um, but before you do that, you need to be able to nail down um, who your audience is. You need to really know who they are. Um, and even and knowing your audience as a group is great, but you need to narrow it down to looking at a specific person. And so there's uh, a lot of uh, different things that are out there for being able to nail down uh, what is uh, commonly called as an avatar. And so this is your target audience. And it's 
narrowing it down to a single person because the more focused that you can be when you're creating your content, the better that you're going to be able to um, appeal to that person. And you're also going to appeal to other people as well, even though it's for that specific person. And so there's a phrase that says the riches are in the niches. And so that not only goes for topics, but it also goes for looking at your target um, audience, your avatar. And so this is something that I am uh, constantly improving. I'm constantly trying to narrow down who my avatar is. Um, and, and so it's something you want to look at. And so you don't want to be too broad. You don't want to say that you're targeting males 18 to 80 that love fishing. And uh, that's just not good enough. That's way too broad. Um, and so, because you might be maybe doing a fishing podcast, well, I'm looking at males, adult males that love fishing. Well, you need to be more specific than that because there is a wide range that, um, that, that, that can be in there because someone that's a male that's 18 and loves fishing is going to be a little different than someone that's 80 and loves fishing. And so, uh, cause they have different stamina, they have different um, skill levels. They have different um, maybe desires for what they're going to do with the fishing. And so there's a lot of different um, things in there. So you need to really narrow it down to what it is. And so a couple of questions you'd be able to keep in mind is, number one, what is his or her name? And so this is something, again, that I'm working on. And um, in the near future, I'll post something on the blog um, mentioning kind of the process that I'm going through specifically on answering these and um, picking out um, and understanding, excuse me, who my avatar is. And so what is his or her name? And so I've heard John Lee Dumas and several others um, talk about their avatar and they give the person a name. Um, that way it becomes more familiar. Um, and they've even gone to such an extent of having a picture um, with that name. So they have a picture of that person, whether it's a um, real life picture that they found and they're just associating with that person, or it's a drawing that got done or something like that, some sort of, uh, sort of graphical uh, image. But anyway, something that could be able to help you with that. But then some other questions you want to ask is how old is he? Is he married? How long has he been married? Does he have kids? How many kids? What are their names? What are their ages? And so forth. And then what is his job or his career? What is his greatest strength? And what is his greatest weakness? So these are things that help you to really know a person. And so you can kind of think of it this way. If you were to go and buy a Christmas gift for somebody, if you're buying for someone that's a coworker that works in the office, you don't really know the person as well, your gift um your experience of purchasing a gift for that person would be much different than it would be for purchasing a gift for someone in your family. And so, because you don't know the person as well. So you're looking at more generic type things. Okay. I don't know this person. Well, I'll get them a gift card or I'll get them this shaving set, or I'll get them this little bundle of bath soaps. And so, because it's a, it's more of a generic type of thing. Whereas if it's a family member, you might say, well, this person likes this specific uh, brand of perfume. They like this specific movie. They like this specific genre. And so for my daughter, uh, for the last year, she has been in a frozen stage. Um, 
No, that does not mean that she has been frozen. It means that she loves the movie Frozen and everything that is involved in that. Um, her Christmas list for uh, Christmas list for Christmas was anything Frozen except food, and so. Um, but I mean, we knew that going into it and coming up for her birthday, we know what she likes, we know what she wants, and so um, it's easier to be able to. Um, address a person and to be able to interact with them if you really know who they are. And so that's one thing you want to do when it comes to your audience, when it comes to your avatar, you want to be able to really know them. And so my wife and I um, started dating and we got, uh, well, we met in January of 2000. We started dating in April of 2000. So we're coming up on about 15 years um, since we started dating, we just celebrated our 12 year anniversary. And so 15 years ago, I knew some of the things that she liked, but I didn't, I didn't know nearly as much back then as I do now. And so now when I'm out shopping or I'm out doing something or I'm interacting with somebody, I said, Oh, my wife would like that. And because it's just something that I, I just happen to know because I've gotten to really know who she is. Over the years, when you're creating a podcast, when you're creating any kind of content online, if you really know who it is that you're writing for or you're creating that podcast for, it'll be a lot easier for you to be able to create that content specifically for that person because you know this is what they're looking for. This is what they want. This is the answer that they're looking for. And so it's really important to be able to know your audience. And then the second thing that I want that that's really important for you to know is do you need to know your why? Why are you podcasting? And so you need to have a why that is huge. And so because podcasting can be a slow growing process. Um there are obviously stories of people in podcasts that have uh, really took off. Um, it's like they just barely started and they just shoot out of the gate. One of the most popular podcasts recently uh, was Serial. And um, I actually didn't listen to it until after the last episode was over with. And so, but during that time, they, um, I think they were the fastest uh, or the podcast to be able to get to 5 million downloads the fastest. Um, or the soonest or something like that. And so they grew very rapidly. Um, but there's also a lot of factors that go into that. And so they had um, an established platform, um, not with Serial itself, but it was, um, but, but the uh, company that produced it, um, they had a very professional production team. Uh, there was a lot of marketing that went into it. They had all kinds of things that was going on in the background to be able to help make that a success. And there were years and years of work put in prior to getting that launched. And so that's that's a little different. And there's other people that um, uh, that they are able to just make some really good connections as they're getting started with their podcast. And they're able to make some really good strides. But the majority of podcasts don't get thousands and thousands of subscribers automatically. It's not something that happens really quickly. And so a lot of times um, uh, it, it's a very slow process. I can't I can't remember the exact numbers now, but I, I think that after uh, so many months, after a couple months of podcasting um, that 
uh, the average number of downloads for an episode is somewhere around 160, 180, somewhere in that range. And so it's been a while since I heard that. So it's a little rough on my mind, just kind of doing that on the top of my head. Um, and so, so people that are talking about that, they want to get thousands and thousands of subscribers and they're frustrated because they're hanging in the couple hundreds. Well, they're doing pretty good still. And so, and of course it depends on your niche. Certain niches have larger audiences. And so there's a lot of factors that go into that. And so that's something you have to keep in mind. But when you're going through that slow growing process, it's going to get grueling because you're going to be putting in a lot of work and you might not be seeing a lot of results as a, um, as a result of the work that you're putting in. And so it can get very discouraging. Sometimes, um, the average number of episodes for a podcast is seven. There's a lot of podcasts that they get to number seven and that's it, or they don't even make it to number seven. Um, that's not very many. And so, it's also interesting to me that in marriage, people talk about the seven-year itch where things seem to get really difficult for marriages and they start to fall apart. And so maybe there's something about that number seven. I don't, I'm not sure about that, but I just thought it was interesting. And so, but they don't make it very far because they they get excited at first and they're really excited for the first couple episodes and they get the work done. They start publishing and they're not seeing the return that they thought they were going to get. And they're still having to put in all this work. And so they get discouraged and they say, well, this isn't worth it. And then they quit. And so, and many times they may, they may just quit too early. Sometimes it takes six months to a year or longer for a podcast to really get some traction because you need to develop um, a relationship with your audience. You need to be able to build that trust that they can trust you and they can uh, grow to know and like you. And so it takes people time to be able to do that. And so after a little bit of time, uh, probably the biggest thing that helps podcasts be able to grow is word of mouth. And so um, you need to be developing relationships if you're going to expect people to help share that. And so and you can't just be all about yourself. You need to be sharing other people's. You need to be getting involved in other people's things, um, not just for promoting yourself, but you need to be able to uh, be able to do that. And so um, you need to be able to have a very strong why, a purpose that really drives you so that when you're going through those times that you can be able to keep going because it matters to you. And so there's a, a lot of things that you can be able to do that. And so if your why is I want to make money or I want to grow my business, that's not necessarily a strong enough reason to be able to do that because, again, it's a slow-going process. If you're not seeing the results and making money is your goal and that's your why, you're going to get discouraged. You're going to quit. Um, but you want to try to look at it. Um, for instance, you can say, I want to help people do blank. And so if you're wanting to help people, then it doesn't necessarily matter if you're getting quote unquote low numbers because you're helping people. There's people that are wanting to listen to you. There are people that are trying to engage with you. They're, they're wanting to um, do something with the content that you're providing. And so there've been uh, many times that I, I uh, in this podcast, even for a long time, I was getting 20, 30, 40 downloads per episode. And uh, that can be kind of discouraging 
Um, but one thing Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting, he mentions uh, and uses this example that if you imagine your podcast audience, those that are listening to your podcast as people inside a classroom. Now, a typical classroom uh, would probably have 20 to 30 people. There are obviously some classes in bigger colleges that they have um, way more than that. Uh, but a very typical classroom would probably have 20, 30 people. That's a pretty decent full class. And imagine having that every single week where you go and you have a class and people show up, 30 people show up every week to hear you speak. That would be pretty cool in a real in a real life situation. But for some reason, when we translate it to the digital world, we seem to lose that traction. We, we seem to lose that correlation. So we need to remember that every single person that listens to our podcast is important. And so as you're listening to me, I really appreciate the fact that you take the time to listen to this podcast. And there's uh, some people that take the extra effort to share this um, on social media and spread the word. And so I, d I really appreciate that. And so you got to really take care of the uh, each and every person. And the thing that's going to drive you is having that why. You need to really, really know the why behind what you're doing. And so you need to know your why. You need to know your audience. Okay. Now with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to transition now into the interview that I had with Zach Bob. And we'll dive in a little bit deeper about knowing your audience a little bit. And we're going to see a little bit of his story. And then we'll come back and wrap things up. All right, I'd like to welcome to the show, Zach Bob. How are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for having me, Joshua. I'm definitely excited to be able to talk to you. And so we've known each other for a few months now. And so uh, we met back in, uh, I think it was October, November uh, 2014. Yeah. And so we ended up finding each other uh, through a couple groups on Facebook. And that's how we met, realized that we both lived in the same city. And uh, several of us started to get together, and we'll kind of talk a little bit more about uh, the group that we got going and some of the plans there. Uh, but before we do, why don't you just go ahead and kind of let everybody know what it is that um, you do with podcasting, how you got started with it, and all that. All right. No problem. Thank you. Uh, again, thanks for having me. Um, when I first started podcasting, I, I started actually, I'm kind of a baby, I'm kind of a newbie, but... At the same time, I've been listening to podcasts for quite a while, so I think that, I don't know if that gives me experience, but I started listening to podcasts like back in 2011. Um, currently, I host Crowdfund Genius, which is a podcast all about crowdfunding. I do interviews with awesome creators and crowdfunders who tell and disclose how they go about raising their funds for their Kickstarter campaign or their Indiegogo campaign. Now, I had the idea first to start a podcast about crowdfunding. I had, I had no idea. I knew nothing about crowdfunding. And what happened was I was prior service, and I was over in Kuwait, and I was working a contracting position over in Kuwait, and I had a lot of spare time and all this free time. So I've always kind of had this little entrepreneur mindset where I wanted to start something or build something. And I was listening to podcasts while I was in Kuwait to and from work. It was like an hour ride to and from work. And at work, I had plenty of time to listen to podcasts. So I'd actually listen to podcasts while working. And I got to the point where I was just – Taking in so much podcasts and so much information. Some of my favorite podcasts in the beginning were uh, This Week in Startups with Jason Calacanis, Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas, The Social Media Examiner 
those were like my top three go-to podcasts back in the day whenever I was in Kuwait. And I'd listen to all these stories and all these interesting stories and I always wondered, I was also paying attention to Kickstarter at the time, so I was always wondering why nobody had started a podcast on crowdfunding or like interviewing crowdfunders. And I know John Lee Dumas had done something like that with the Great Business Experiment, which is a great little series you should check out. So I thought, hey, if he's not going to continue the series, I should just pick up where he left off and just start my own series. Well, I procrastinated <laughs> and uh, I, I tried a couple other businesses for a couple years from like 2011 to about 2013. And finally, when, when all the other business experiments and tries had finally went bellied up, I said, you know what, let's just keep this simple. I know a lot about podcasting. I've been listening to podcasting. Let's jump right into podcasting. It's easy, right? Yeah, it, it wasn't as easy as it looks from the outside for one. <laughs> like John Lee Dumas, he's a monster. I don't know how he does it every single day. That was my first goal. I was like, I'm going to do an interview every single day. And I have no idea how he does it. Even when I started the show, I realized it was going to be a bit harder. And I said that, you know what, I'm going to do an interview three times a week. And that just became too much as well. I'm struggling just to keep up with one interview a week. But anyway, so time went on. In 2013, I finally decided to launch this podcast about a crowdfunding or interviewing these creators and crowdfunders. And I was looking for a name, came up with Crowdfund Genius. And uh, I started doing my interviews. First thing I started doing in August 2013, started conducting interviews. And I remember my first interview. I was so excited. I wasn't nervous at all. I had the interview finally scheduled. I'm doing this from Kuwait. So it's the internet's not very great and it's hard for me to like get out there. And when you first start podcasting, it's hard to get interviews, especially if you're not I didn't have a network and I didn't know anybody really in podcasting. So when I first started, I was just cold calling and reaching out. And a lot of people wouldn't even come on the show because I didn't have a website or I didn't have the credentials. You know, nobody thought I was a real deal. And when you're contacting Kickstarter campaigns, they get hit with a lot of spam as it is. So I was just getting lost in the wash. But when I finally got my first interview scheduled, I was excited, and it was about an hour before the interview, and I'd practiced setting up recording Skype and everything like that, but I'd never wrote a script. I didn't know what I was going to ask. I didn't have the questions ready, and I think that this wave of panic came over me like an hour before the interview, and I was like, oh, man, and it's like two in the morning because I'm in Kuwait, so I'm sitting there. My family's asleep, and I'm going through like going through this panic mode trying to write all these questions and listening to podcasts, trying to figure out what I want to ask, and so I, it's go time. I get the guy on, and my voice is shaking. I'm scared. And I think the whole interview, it was supposed to be a 30-minute episode, but the whole interview was like 13 minutes. And it came to this abrupt finish, and I don't know why. I just, I just felt like I couldn't speak. I was like frozen in terror because the, the interview was only 12 minutes, and he knew it was supposed to be 30 minutes. And then at the end, I mean, I just ended it right then because I, I was in such a panic that I just ended the episode. I still have that episode. I never released it, but I still have it. I'll release it someday. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I got started into podcasting. I uh, interviewed Jared Easley, or I'm sorry, I interviewed Dan Franks from Podcast Movement about his Kickstarter campaign. And after that, that was pretty much it. I, I met Jared, I met Dan. They introduced me to the podcasting community, which is an extremely awesome community. And um, from there on, I finally got back to the States in October. I met you, Joshua, and it's been kind of a fun ride ever since. Yeah, it's definitely been great. Uh, and so I... I got to hear at least some of that story before, and so a couple of details I didn't know about. So that's uh, very interesting to be able to hear about that. So I mean, podcasting around the world, and so I definitely understand the fear of being able to get behind that microphone when you're first starting and uh, and be able to come to that spot. Up, I mean, uh, obviously now you've gotten uh, over a lot of that, and you can talk a little bit more than twelve minutes now. And so, <laughs> yeah. 
uh, or at least get somebody else to talk for more than 12 minutes. And so, uh, very good. Um, now I did want to talk about, um, some things related to podcasting as we go through this series. Now this is the first of the series. So the first thing I wanted to really cover is one of the, one of the basic things that we need to keep in mind, um, no matter what stage we're at in our podcasting journey, um, we always got to keep in mind of who our audience is and we need to know our audience and learn our audience. And so I wanted to ask you, Zach, Bob, what, um, what are your thoughts and how do you approach, um, being able to learn and know your audience? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, when it, first of all, start, start with an email list. That's the first thing you should start doing. I think you should have a website and I think you should immediately start building an email list. Uh, being big into crowdfunding, that's a huge thing for me as it is already. Uh, I think you should automatically first create some free content. If it's about podcasting, whatever your niche is, if you're doing a podcast, if you're a lawyer, create like 10 steps to a patent process or if you're a dentist, create five ways to keep your teeth clean or something like that. And that, use that as an opt-in and start creating that email list. And immediately, once your listeners start coming in, ask them questions. Ask them questions. Ask them every question that you want to know about your, about your audience. Who are they? What do they like about the show? What do they want to change about the show? Find, by finding your audience, just start engaging with them. Just start engaging with your crowd. Start engaging with your listeners. And like I said, just hit them with surveys. Use surveymonkey.com. Ask them a bunch of questions. What do they like? What's their favorite part of the show? And start tailoring your show towards your audience because your audience is the one that's going to make your show. And if you don't have an audience, I mean, why are you doing it? So I don't know. That was kind of, oh, that seems like <laughs> that's kind of out there. But uh, hey, um, well, well, let me ask you this early right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was up late last night. So let's, let's try that again. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, I, I can ask you this um, for your podcast. Um, specifically uh, crowdfund genius um who exactly is it that you are doing the podcast for well for, for mine it's for small businesses and entrepreneurs i mean that's how i have found my audience my audience is super easy because i mean anybody that's going to kickstarter has usually got an entrepreneur mindset or they're planning on running a kickstarter campaign or they're looking to start a business or they're somewhere in the entrepreneur niche so that's kind of my audience, but most of my audience are in the planning stages of a crowdfunding campaign or they've already ran one that have failed. Okay. So that's, that, that's good though. I mean, the, you, you had an idea of who it is. Cause, um, as I'm looking at, um, since, since listening to your podcast, I've uh, been introduced to a couple others in the crowdfund space and each one can kind of be directed toward a certain, aspect of it and so you you're looking at trying to get the people just getting into the crowdfunding um whereas the audience could be uh people that have already done it they're looking to up their game uh could be for people that are looking to back uh different crowdfunding projects um different things like that so um so that that's an example i think of being able to kind of narrow down your niche and be able to um, really understand who your audience is. And so that's something that I think is a constant process. Um, I know it is for me. Do you find that same thing? Oh yeah, definitely. And that's, that's why I said it's so important to have that email list. Cause you can always keep hitting them and asking them questions. And for everything that's changing, like every time something changes, 
just ask them about it. Ask your audience, like, hey, I, or maybe you notice a dip in your show. Maybe the last episode wasn't any good. Ask your fans. Ask your super fans, like, what, hey, what, what was the problem, you know? Now, I wanted to transition also into talking about something that we are doing together. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on is uh, here in Oklahoma City, uh, we have started a podcast meetup and uh, started with just uh, three of us. But there's a couple other people that are uh, slowly starting to get involved. And so, um, Zach, you are one of the, um, the three that uh, we also had Daryl Darnell. Um, who is with Golden Spiral Media. And uh, anyway, the three of us are have been working on some stuff. I want you to go ahead and maybe kind of uh, explain some of the things that uh, we have coming up. You've been able to uh, do a lot of the groundwork for us, and I definitely appreciate that. So can you kind of let us know what's coming up for us? Well, since getting to Oklahoma, you know, I met you, and on our very first meeting, I think you brought it up that uh, you'd like to throw an event, like a one-day Oklahoma podcasters event, or some type of summit, or something like that. And when you first mentioned it, I was like, yeah, that'd be a good idea. But I wasn't sure. I was still new back to the U.S. You know, I just got back in October, so I'd been overseas for a long time, and I didn't know a lot of people yet in Oklahoma City. So I was still getting acquainted with everybody. I heard the idea, and I kept it, and I stored it. So I was out about, you know, mingling, networking, and I just happened to meet these individuals that happened to uh, work at one of the biggest marketing companies, or biggest marketing agencies here in Oklahoma City, and they have, like, some great real estate downtown and um i was having breakfast with them one morning and i they were telling talking about how they're moving into the new office and i saw it as a great opportunity to say hey you guys got a conference space you guys got an email list of all these businesses these small businesses why don't we throw a podcasting event at your location you guys can sponsor it we'll come in we'll speak we'll teach a one-day summit on how to start a podcast they love the idea, so they offered the space to us. So we're going to have the the summit April 25th here in downtown Oklahoma City. I'm not sure on the prices yet. It's not going to be super expensive. We're just trying to get everybody in there. We're just got to try to make enough money to actually pay for like food and things like that. So it shouldn't be super expensive. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to do it. It's going to be one of my first times like speaking in front of a crowd. Hopefully, I go longer than 12 minutes. I think, <laughs> I think we're supposed to do 40 minutes, which is, I'm like, I'm a little bit nervous about that as well, because I've never, I've spoken in front of audiences, but never for 40 minutes. That's like a long time for me. I don't know. But I'm excited for it, and I know you're excited for it. I'm, I know Daryl's excited for it. We're getting a bunch of people in the community together. They're starting to get excited about it, so it's coming up about a month away. Yeah, definitely, and uh Hopefully by the time this goes up, we'll have uh, some some way website or something for people to be able to sign up, and we'll have a link in the show notes. If anyone is in the Oklahoma area um, and is able to come to Oklahoma City for the event, um, it's a pretty much all-day event. I think we're going to be opening the doors at 8 o'clock and be going till about 5 or so, and we'll have, um, I think we're lining up about a dozen speakers um, so we're planning on having, uh, like two sessions going on at the same time. And so covering, uh, both some beginner things regarding podcasting and also try to cover some more, um, intermediate advanced, uh, things as well. And so I'll have some different tracks, um, as far as that. And so, um, as you mentioned food, and so that's always a good thing. And so, uh, definitely excited for the opportunities that are, uh, coming about with that. So. 
Definitely. So, uh, this, Zach, Bob, this definitely. Podcast, this podcast is going to be a great thing for everybody, too, at that. You know, everybody that jumps in and starts listening, learning how to build a podcast, they should definitely listen into your show. I, well, what, is your, what is the name of this show going to be? Or what is the name of this podcast? It's Create a Studio Academy. Create a Studio Academy. And that, so, I mean, basically, you're telling people how to do just that. So, I mean, I think if you broadcast the show, you have links to it or at least have some business cards made up. Gonna get a lot of views, Joshua. Yes, definitely, definitely looking forward to it. And so, uh, this this semester uh, is the one that I've been looking forward to the most. Um, and so, I thought I'd look forward to blogging more, but uh, podcasting really hits the spot. And so, um, really excited to be able to share all these things. And so, uh, and uh, sorry, to what are you what are you going to be speaking about, Joshua? What you're speaking? Uh, for the the podcasting summit, what's your subject? Um, I need to coordinate a little bit with Daryl because we're we're kind of uh, taking two sides of a uh, of a coin there as far as being able to plan your podcast. So uh, you, you start to get the idea, um, you, you kind of know what you want to do, and so just to be able to take it from that idea stage and kind of things you have to do to be able to prepare and build. Um, those early stages up until uh, we get to the launch phase. And I believe Daryl is going to be talking about um, actually the process of launching it and getting in directories and some different things like that. So like a new and noteworthy type of new and noteworthy type of section. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's at least going to be part of um, his. And so I am going to be getting with him a little more specifically. Um, And so I, I got some, notes jotted down already and some uh things uh getting ready for that and so that way i can really get a um an outline and hopefully uh have a really good speech yeah and so for that so and like you said if you're in the oklahoma area if you're texas kansas arkansas come on down come enjoy it we're right downtown it's in the heart of oklahoma city thunder there come enjoy a game have some lunch or dinner afterwards maybe go hang out in bricktown we'll figure something out Absolutely. And so definitely uh, thank you again for uh, coming on, Zach Bob, and being able to share your story and uh, your thoughts um, on some of this. And then, uh, of course, uh, all the help that you've been in trying to prepare for this uh, event. Well, thank you for having me on the show, Joshua. I'm sure you're going to do great. I can't wait for this event. We're going to crush it. All right. Well, I hope you definitely enjoyed that conversation with Zach Bob. And... Just to give you an idea of what else is coming for this podcast, um, I have several guests. And so like we did in this episode, I'm going to be bringing some content of my own, uh, probably up front. And then we'll have an interview uh, where I talk to different podcasters about their story, uh, about some of their podcasting tips and some different things related to that. And so I'm definitely excited. I've been able to get several interviews done already. Like I said, I've been doing a bunch of interviews here in the last week or two. And uh, and so I have uh, some, some of the people that are coming up are Ray Ortega, Steve Stewart, David Hooper, Philip Swindle, and Rob Walsh. And so those are some interviews that I've already done. And there are several others that I'm trying to get as well, but I don't want to obviously say anything until I get those done. And so uh, there's a couple um, that I'm 
trying to correspond with to try to nail something down. And there's going to be uh, some other ones as well that we'll be reaching out to shortly. And so some of the things that we're going to look at is uh, podcasting technology. And so that'll be next episode. Um, we're going to look at some podcasting formats such as uh, solo versus co-host versus, versus interview and some different uh, types that are coming out as well. And then how to work with guests, um, look at podcast show notes, looking at your podcast topic, both at the show level and the episode level. We're going to look at some hosting options. Um, and then we're going to have three different sections that talk about podcasting workflow from preparation to recording to post-production and editing. Uh, and then also we're going to look at podcast directories. Um, and so some of the different places where you can find yourself and some of the things you can do with those. And then the last one we're going to talk about is podcast promotion. And so i um, part of that is going to include some SEO. And so we talked about SEO in the last semester. Um, and so when we were looking at some of the things regarding blogging, and so I think we're going to try to incorporate some of that as we wrap up the, uh, the third semester and we'll look at some of the things as it pertains to the website and blogging, uh, but in particular, also some things that podcasters can look into as well. And so that's just an idea of what we're going to have coming up. Now, I did want to mention that I did complete and uh, it is available on the website now, the ebook that I did, a short guide actually about podcast or excuse me, not podcasts, but websites. And so it's called Your Website 101. And so I share seven steps that you can be able to do to be able to get going on your website. And so this is especially for someone that's just getting started with a website, trying to do it on their own. Or maybe this is someone that uh, you're trying to redo your website and you just need maybe some different perspective. Uh, maybe you started it and it didn't quite go like you expected and you're trying to redo it. Uh, whatever the case, uh, you can be able to sign up for the newsletter and you'll get the guide um, absolutely free for that. And so it's about 25 pages of information uh, covering seven different areas of setting up your website. And so some of the things we've covered on different podcast episodes or in blog posts, uh, some of it is uh, exclusive to the guide. And so Definitely want to remind you to do that. You just go to creativestudio.academy and you can be able to get that. And then also, I really want to try to uh, get some more visibility for this podcast. And uh, the higher the visibility that we can have, the more people I can help and the better help I can be to you. So if you haven't already, I would really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes and leave a rating and review for me and subscribe. Those are the three things that really help podcast to be able to come up in the rankings and for it to become more visible for people to find it there. Um, and so you can go to creativestudio.academy slash iTunes uh, to be able to do that. We also have slash Stitcher where you can leave a review there as well. And uh, also obviously word of mouth. And so uh, that would be a really good way to be able to do that as well. You can uh, share this on social media. The easiest way to do all of this is to go to creativestudio.academy slash welcome. And you'll have everything you need there to be able to get the links to iTunes and Stitcher and social media and also to be able to subscribe to the newsletter to get that free guide. And so it's all there, creativestudio.academy slash welcome. And so I definitely would 
thank you again for taking the time to be with us today. And we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for this session. We're going to come back next session and we're going to talk about um, some different podcasting technology, some equipment. And I'm going to have a special guest, Ray Ortega on to be able to help talk about some of those things as well. And so definitely thankful for him taking the time to be able to reach to us. And a special thank you again to Zach Bob today for being with us and being able to share his experience. And then also be on the lookout for that podcasters event in Oklahoma. And so we'll be uh, telling you more about that as we get closer. So with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off and God bless.